Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Jeff is back. I am so happy to be home. What do you, have you given any thought to the question I asked? What shower feels better? The shower that you take after a couple days in the hospital or the shower that you take after getting off a long plane flight? It's a toss up. I mean, I'm inclined to say plane flight because I feel like in the plane flight, you have other people's germs all over you. Well, I mean, the hospital, you have other people's germs too. No, you're not going anywhere. You were in the same room for, you know. Yeah. Like it's not, when you're in the airport, everything's dirty. Like you're around a bunch of people. You're in the airplane with like a, you know. You're in a tube of farts for hours. You're in a tube of farts for a, a couple hours, like. You know, I just, I have to say, I feel like maybe airplane. Yeah. We feel better. How much did you explain what was going on with me? Um, I explained everything that was going on, um, except for, I forgot that you also had a lung infection. Like you went in there and you're like, Hey, I've been coughing for like two months. And they were like, Oh, you have a lung infection. I can't remember if I said that or not, but yeah, it was that, um, but that's pretty much, I haven't explained anything past Jeff has to spend a couple nights in the hospital. You just said you explained everything. Well, I did, but I haven't been on here to say that you jailbroke. Oh, yeah, I'm home. I, uh, I'm i out of the hospital, and I have to go back in April or sooner, if they have an opening sooner, for a procedure on my heart. If you are a longtime listener of my radio, my radio career or... Um, the podcast you know about, bless you. Bless you. Tiny baby sneeze. Uh, you know about this SVT thing, the short thing, short version of it, just causes your heart to race like crazy. Um, it's dangerous in that it can damage your heart, right? Just like any muscle overexerting itself. But as a standalone thing, it's not dangerous. When it happens, it doesn't mean... I'm going to keel over or anything. Right. But if if it happens too much or uh, it happens at a time where I can't receive care for it quickly, then it could become dangerous. So there's a procedure. It's an outpatient thing. Um, it's, it's pretty intimidating and scary because it involves your heart. But it has a super high success rate and a virtually no. And it's so routine that they do it certain kinds like certain days. Yeah. Like, oh, all of our person, you know, it's like a dermatologist being like, all of our mole removers we're doing on this day. Then you just go. Mole mole remover. Say that again. Mole removals are going to be on this day. Then you just go and that's all they do for the entire day. This is all they do for three days or something like that. So it's, yeah, it's very common. Scary, but common. And so, uh, so it'll happen in April, but I'm out. I've broken out of the jail. And hopefully it won't happen again. Now, I will say it's funny because you were in the same hospital that I was at for that I gave birth to both of our daughters in. And the birth experience is like a nice hotel stay. I mean, the suites are big. They're basically suites. Right. They're big. There's windows. There's, you know, I managed somehow both times to have like corner you know, suites or whatever. Luck of the draw with two different views from the room. I mean, it is like the showers are nice. The whole, I mean, it's just nice, right? So that's what we just came off the heels of. And Jeff was in like a tiny little prison cell 
And like, you know, it, it was just not as nice. Like I, you can I was, tell. I, Callie was in a birthing suite. I was in a hospital room. Yes. That's the difference. That's the difference. And I feel like, you know, when you're called, because the hospital's called the baby factory, because yeah. they they do so much labor and like so many deliveries a year, uh, you can tell where the funding's going. Right. Like 100%. And we make a lot of money. Well, you know, based on, because I was on a cardiac floor, they make a lot of money off of hearts too. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, so it was just funny cause I was like, oh, we are not in labor and delivery yeah. anymore. Callie, I sent Callie a picture of the room and said, this is different than yours. And she said, maybe you could tell them you're pregnant. <laughs> maybe they you did. could tell them you need to go to labor and delivery. Cause it's, you know, it's so, so nice. I was, I drove by, um, another hospital that's down here the other day. It's Choa and Arthur Blank who owns the Falcons. He's a billionaire that lives in Atlanta, founder of Home Depot. And uh, he lives here. He's a big philanthrope here, like huge. And this hospital, the children's hospital, like off of this road called North Druid Hills, they has just gone up in like what seems like five seconds. And it has his name huge on the side. It is so nice yeah. that I can't even imagine. I, I, I want to go in there just to see how nice it is. Right. It, it's Stunning. Once it opens, is it open yet? I don't think it's open. No, for it says yet. fall 2024. Once it's open, Ellie will get a cold and we'll say, you know what? We should take you in. Yeah, we should go in there just to see, just to see. Um, do you need to yeah. clear your throat? Are you good? Oh, do you want me to? Yeah, you're oh, a little. Oh, okay, sorry. <clears throat> Better? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm not going to edit that out because I have been on the other side of that where you're yelling at the podcaster or the person on the radio to clear their throat. Yeah. So people are applauding you for acknowledging that. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Jeff Dollar on a scale of one to 10. How you doing this week? Uh, nine, five. Yeah? Yeah. Nope. Take it down to an eight, five, because I am a little scared that I'm going to have another SVT incident before I get the procedure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not likely because they've actually happened almost exactly five years apart. Yeah. So, uh, so I probably wouldn't see another one for a few years, but- if it does, I would have to go back into the hospital. It'd just be bleh. Um, but I'm on medications and stuff, so I'm going to take a point off for that. But other than that, uh, I'm just glad to be out. I missed sleeping next to you. I, I missed uh, Ellie and Olivia and um, t- being on the podcast and just the routine of work and all of that. So, How proud are you of me that I managed to get two podcast episodes out without even telling you. That was amazing. I and mean, not only that, you also took the garbage out. I did. Which, which is... That is not in our wedding vows. Yeah, which which her, her aversion to trash is is ep- so epic that it was it. in the in our wedding vows. Like she just doesn't want... Jeff would always take out the trash. Yeah. So, but you took the big barrel thing down to the curb. Mm-hmm. So good job. Yeah, I took it ahead of time and made sure that was taken care of. And we we mean when I do the podcast, like like I didn't call and say, hey, will you tell me how to turn the stuff on? Will you tell me how to... Nope, this girl plugged in her microphones, set up the thing, recorded it, got it to our producer. So from a technical standpoint... I yep. mean, I, I'm pretty proud of myself and well everybody done. seemed to love having Davi on. Awesome. Um, and I kind of feel like maybe we should switch it up every, like once a month, you do a show with somebody else or once a month, just cause it's interesting to hear somebody else. And Davi's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Um, how are you on a one to 10? 
think I am a nine. Good. I mean, it, there were points this week where I was like, oh my gosh, I am, I, I am about to hit max capacity. Um, there was a, a half a day where I was with both kids, which for the first time, which is, was hard, uh, for me, but I, you know, I did it. I made it through. It's fine. Everyone's alive. Everyone's well. Um, and then I learned a lot this week. I did so much research about like mortgages and, um, and homeowners insurance and grown up things. And I feel like I understand so many more things now that I didn't understand. And that feels really good. That's actually one of my wins for the week. Um, what did I say I was? Did I give a number? Nine. Nine. Yeah, I'm a nine. Um, wins for the week for me. One of them is how much I learned, like diving in head first and doing my research. And I think that I realized I have gone from the comfort of my dad's knowledge at home. Cause I would always go to my dad and be like, dad, that, like I always had that to kind of fall back on to being married to you and falling back on your knowledge. And now I'm falling Which is, back. That's just a silly idea. Well, I, I just, I realized some of the things I think I, you know, my dad was my hero growing up and I'm like, he knows everything. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. And I think I have realized just that people are human beings. So I think even when we got married, I'm like, Jeff knows everything. Right. And not that you don't know a lot or you're not smart, but in a lot of respects, we're figuring things out together about like the way that, you know, it's just an evolution of learning with different things with, you know, mortgages and taxes and, and all of these life insurance and all of the stuff we're learning businesses together, S corps and, and, and pay structures and leadership and, and all, all that. I don't stuff. think I realized until this week, how much I've relied on the men in my life for answers to things. Oh yeah. And I feel like I have the answers now, not, have the answers, but I'm capable and right. I don't need to run to you and say, Hey Jeff, how much homeowners insurance should we, how much, whatever. Like I'm capable of looking that up, learning about it and figuring it out myself. Yeah. Which so. you did. Cause she said, Hey, how do you figure out the replacement cost of a house? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, I, don't I don't know. Let me look, let me look around. Ah, this looks like a million dollar one to me. <laughs> Write that down and give me a book of matches. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm really proud of myself for that. So that's one win. The second one is, is, you know, handling two kids by myself for the first time. I know that sounds a little silly, but newborn, toddler, Ellie's not quite old enough to know why mommy needs help this week. Um, and Olivia doesn't care about anything other than her feeding time. So when she's hungry, she's not going to stop crying because yeah. I'm helping Ellie with something. Um, that you have done alone. It wasn't the first time since they were born that you were alone with them. It was the first time that you were alone with them without a net. I had without a net right. and going like, out in public. Yeah. Well, didn't you take them both to Target or something once? No. Oh, I thought you did. No. Oh. Um, Taking two of them out to public, out in public, you know, because we went to the playground. Mm-hmm. And what's Olivia doing at a playground? I found a sunbeam. Right. Right. And I, I parked her under the sun so she could get some, you know, vitamin D and with her, you know, with her, with her, you know. Uh, back to the breeze so she could just have some fresh air. But there's just a different anxiety because she was parked over there Mm -hmm. and I was kind of sitting on a bench next to her. And then Ellie was 
over there, maybe a dozen yards away. But there were a couple times when I had to go help Ellie, which means I was a dozen yards away yeah. from the stroller. And it's a really weird feeling. I don't have it in me to take both of them to the playground. There's nobody else. In the, there's maybe there's one other family on the playground, right? Yeah. There was nothing alarming about the situation. There was no, there was nothing that could have fallen on Olivia. Her stroller wasn't going to suddenly tip over. Yeah. There wasn't a coyote circling off to the side. Right. There wasn't, you know, a, a weird dude eyeing us. None of that was happening. Mm-hmm. But just having to get up and walk, you almost wanted to wheel the stroller. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so, it, that, that's been the weirdest thing about having two for me. Yeah. That feeling. Yeah. Um, and I don't have, like, I, I, the playground not happening with me by myself. Um, I feel like the hospital, there's so much security and so many doctors, nurses, healthcare professionals that I feel like that if something happens to one of my kids or so, like, there's a, they're my net. You just find a nurse and say, Hey, fix this one. I'll be right back. Right. Can you watch this one yeah. while I'm running after the other one? Um, so, you know, and I also feel like Ellie, this is a weird thing about kids, but I feel like I was this way with my parents. Like when you're in public, I think Ellie listens to us more. Like yeah. when there's a lot of people around, like in the hospital, she's not running away from me. She wants to stay close to me. Cause there's so many people that but, it's un, familiar to her but if but she does run ahead, if she does run ahead and you say stop she's more inclined to stop but at a playground it's like right you know chaos it, it's just chaos yeah totally different um i'm trying to think of a third win for the week um i went on my first walk oh yeah like postpartum walk so that was cool um so that's a, that's another win for the week what about you um my win is uh, I, every lab that I had at the hospital came back as well as it should have. So they did all these, you know, scans of my heart to see if there's any clogged arteries, if there's anything not beating properly. And n- I wasn't feeling anything, mm-hmm. you know, I did, nothing about me felt weird. But you always wonder. It's kind of it's like when you go through airport security. I don't own a gun. But for right. one brief second, I'm like, oh, what if there's a gun in my luggage? What if I get arrested? What I'm if, totally going to jail. Yep. What if What if that? What if they find some weed? What? I don't have weed. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's the same thing. Like, I feel totally fine. So passing all of those is one. Uh, another win is you and I, in this house buying journey that we've been on, we have both been in two different places. I have been, Callie has been up until a couple days ago, Callie was 1000%. We need to buy the house that we're living in right now. Everything about it is fantastic. I've loved this house, but I've also been a little indifferent. If it doesn't work out, I think I would be annoyed at having to rent again, but also given the economic times we're in and the economic place that we're in, I'm not totally opposed to it, right? And uh, sometime in the past few days, we got some stuff back from uh, our mortgage broker that we needed to to revisit and look at stuff a, a different way. And it was just, I, and it was right after I got home from the hospital. So Callie was fried from 
working on the mortgage stuff while I was in the hospital and the two kids and keeping the business running and everything else. So she called and said, I just don't think let's just rent. I'm yeah. over it. But I spent all this time at the hospital literally doing pros and cons lists because, you know, how in the hospital, I would have a test at nine in the morning. Mm -hmm. Then I say, all right, we'll come talk to you about it in a little while. And then you got four hours. Right. Nothing. So I was doing all these pros and cons lists, like literally writing them out, but also doing them in my head. And I came around totally to, we got to buy this house. It's ridiculous for us not to buy. It would be foolish to not buy this house. And so I think one of the wins that I'm proud of is how you and I fit really, really well together, mm -hmm. like a puzzle, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. when, and guess what? At the end, the fact that we have both been passionately on both sides means that we're average, you know, our average is, is, is five right. on a scale of one to 10, our average is five, which is where I think a couple should be, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, which means if it goes one way, like if, if, if one is rent and 10 is buy and we end up 10 because our average is five, we're good. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? If we were both ones and it ended up 10, then we would, it would, you know? Yeah. So that's my second win. And then, uh, my third win is, um, I don't have one. You don't have a third one. No, I, I mean, I was sitting in a hospital room the whole time. You know? I know, but you did schedule the surgery that's been like maybe we're having it, maybe we're not for like the past 10 years. And you've also made an effort to get back in. Like one thing on your micro anxiety list has been going back to your primary care. Doctor. Oh, yeah. So you've been really on top of that. This yeah. week. And I think that's a big win because it's not, well, I'll do it later. Like you're tackling something that's been on. And that's for a list for, of something to do for a while. That's for two reasons. Reason number one is because I haven't been since right before COVID. Yeah. Was my la looking it up was my last appointment. So it's been three years, mm -hmm. right? That's number one. And then number two is when I was shopping around for insurance policies to replace Cobra, I realized just how great the insurance we have through your work was. Yeah. And what we still have. And it allows us to pretty much go to any doctor at any time and pay 20 bucks and we're good. Yeah. Right? Which is outstanding. That's not going to be the reality when we're on a, quote, normal plan. Typical right. plan. Right. Your plan was exceptional. Yes. Our new plan is going to be typical. Mm -hmm. And that means we need to get a reference from a primary, you know, general practitioner to go see a specialist. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just going to be a different thing. And... I just felt like an idiot for not taking advantage, you know, of what we of, have, of what we had yeah, to go talk to a specialist or go, you know, I have this cough, this nagging cough that, uh, it, they, they have no idea what it is. They just think it's an infection that I got and then just haven't been able to shake. So they gave me antibiotics. Um, but there's no, I can have a cough for a week and a half and say, Oh, this is too much and go to a doctor. Right. Yeah. Not, you know what I mean? Why, why wouldn't I do that? Well, and now the fun is on because now I think we probably hit our deductible between right. the, the baby and your hospital stay. Like, dang, right. we're going to be really on our health this year. 2024 is going to be the year of health. And health. Health and health. That's it. So uh, anyways, that's our show. That's our Friday show. Thank you so much for 
listening. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Some in the Atlanta area, some schools are on spring break next week. A lot of the private schools, I think, are, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you're going away on spring break, enjoy. We'll still be doing shows. And uh, feel free to check in from whatever beach you're on. We'll be and jealous. It, and if you're here in Atlanta, uh, we'll see you around.